Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner Welcome back, Gen X Grown-Up Podcast listeners, to this special edition entry of the Gen X Grown-Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me, as always, is George. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Mo is here. Hey, everybody. It is that time of the year again. Christmas? Patreon is celebrating. No, no, that's coming, but Patreon is celebrating (laughs) with Thank You Patrons Day. It is this year today, November the 19th, and we wanted to take this opportunity to create a special edition of the podcast, strictly celebrating the wonderful folks who support us on Patreon. Yes, they are the smartest, most beautiful people in the world. Wow. They are. Yeah, except for George. He's pretty smart and beautiful. But other than them, (laughs) super beautiful human beings. And what we did is we reached out to them. We asked them to send us, send us an audio file with their input, their comments, suggestions, questions, pet peeves, anything that they have about the show. Uh We're showcasing the patrons here. It's all, it's their show. It's all about them. We're just here to come and answer questions. That's it. Before we get into that, I wanted to take a second to share with you another iTunes review. Just hit iTunes. I was very happy about that. That, That's not easy to do. (laughs) That's no small task. No, it's not. This is a review from Chen's dog from Norway. What? Nice. We're huge in Norway. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Chen's dog's review, the subject is love every episode. He gave us five stars. Wow. Thank you. Wow. That's awesome. Right? Here's what he had to say. I love these guys and the looks back at old 80s tech that I grew up with and had forgotten. Made me dig out my old Amiga 500 from the (laughs) attic and invite some guys over. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Our our job here is complete. (laughs) If I lived in Norway, I would have been there. (laughs) These guys are funny and entertaining, and I hope they create more content for years to come. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, it depends on how much longer I live, but I'll keep going, I guess. No, we'll keep keep going after you're dead, George. Don't worry. Wow. (laughs) But it won't be as good. Whoa. Wow. Damn. Mo, that was just between you and me, man. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Wait, we already had that replacement lined up. What are you talking about? Goodness Mm. gracious. Another key contributing factor to us carrying on for years to come is all the support we get from all the wonderful folks over on Patreon. So, George, this was kind of, you pitched this idea. Patreon sends out this email. It says, hey, sure. it's coming up. Figure a way to like celebrate and appreciate and thank and kind of shine a light on the people that support you. And you had this idea. So why don't you kind of share in depth what your thought was and what we're doing here? Well, I mean, a lot of people do support this day that Patreon promotes every year in November, but they usually do it just on social media by saying thank you to our Patreons, hashtag thank you Patrons Day 20, blah, 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 whatever year it is. Yeah, you're awesome. Which is fine. That's nice. Which is fine. It's nothing wrong with that, but I thought, you know, we could do something a little bit better. It would be nice if we could include the voices of those people who support us in one Mm -hmm. of our formats. So we were talking about it and we were like, well, maybe we could get them to record video. Well, we all three know how difficult that setup process can be to get some good high quality video and it's a little bit too much to ask of people who aren't in the industry, so to speak. Right. But recording your voice, you can do that with your phone through a multitude of different apps. I mean, we got people to submit stuff through Messenger. Some people sent us emails with MP3s attached to them. All different ways. Yep. Real easy. These days anyway, thankfully, through all the miracles of communication, (laughs) you know, literally in Facebook, you hold down a little microphone button and talk and it goes right in my inbox. There's no extra work, no editing. Yeah, it's great. So we wanted a chance just to you know, hear the voices of the people who support our voices. So we're big fans of these people. That's a great way to put it. Maybe more yeah. than they are of us. So I can't wait to hear what they all had to say. Yep, I'm ready. So we have several audio clips. So I, I think let's not put it off any longer. I am eager to hear what our patrons had to say. We're going to hear their audio clips and then we're going to respond and answer any questions that they had. I'm ready. Mo, you ready? I'm absolutely ready. All right, let's kick it off with uh, the first patron message that comes from Dana. Hey guys, my name is Dana. And while I'm not exactly a Gen Xer, I do get to see a lot of the hard work that goes into your YouTube channel and your podcast, being that I am John's daughter. Uh, And I'd love to to listen to you guys bicker and genuinely have fun with the episodes and the content that you create together. Uh, My question to you guys is, what made you first get started with Gen X Grown Up? What was the thing that made you take the leap of faith Mm -hmm. to start making YouTube videos? And was it always something that you guys did as a group. 
Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely There's not. a couple of questions in there, right? There's two or yeah. three things to answer. Yeah. So thank you, Dana. Appreciate yes. the, taking the time to send that you in. Better be a patron. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, <laughs> my, it's, my, a patron. it's my beautiful, beautiful daughter. Yeah. She yeah. supported us since we first created Patreon. She's like, I'll help you out. I'm like, you don't have, you can't afford this. She's like, no. <laughs> Dad, can I borrow a dollar a month? Because <laughs> I'm going to give it right back to you. Uh, so she asks, uh, what made us start doing this? Yeah. And we always done it as a group. And so for anybody that hasn't heard the background of Gen X Grown Up, we'll kind of do it quickly in a thumbnail view. The, the genesis was, you know, ever since I stopped working in broadcasting, I kind of still had that itch to create something that other people saw. Uh, I had a guy mention playing cards one night, man, you have all this junk in your house. 12 year old, you would love this. And I'm like, sort of make me think about, yeah, the nostalgia in me, the younger me would go bananas with all the toys and gadgets and you know, nostalgia that I have. So I just wanted to start creating something. I started YouTube uh, channel, Gen X Grown Up, some almost almost three years back, two and a half years yeah, back. At least. Yeah, I put out two or three pieces of uh, content. George, I think you've touched on this story several times where I, I texted you on the floor at DragonCon and said, I'm starting yeah. to put out videos. Megacon, You're like, yeah. who gives a crap? Why would right. we do that? And you like the name? <laughs> that was, yeah, it was. So I was in line at MegaCon getting an autograph oddly enough for you of a show that you really enjoyed at the time scorpion the lead actor of it yeah all oh, right right and you texted me and you were like hey i want to do a youtube channel i'm like what the hell do we want to do a youtube channel for we're old <laughs> we're not we got no business doing a youtube channel and he said wait 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 here's the name gen x grown up and i went oh shit that's got legs i like that that's <laughs> nice and so we started doing some videos and you know it was very difficult for me at first john you mentioned you you know had a job for years in broadcast television so you understood yeah. the environment you were comfortable with it. I was certainly not. I can get up in front of a room full of people and speak. I've had no problem with that. But recording videos of yourself when there's nobody in the room. That's awkward, isn't it? It's yeah. very weird and awkward and offsetting and off-putting. And it took me a while to get comfortable with it. I look back at some of those old first videos I did now and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, who the hell is that person? I mean, I'm ugly as it is, but that was just pure ugliness right there. So we did a few of those videos for a couple of months. And then John, you, I knew Mo from our poker games. We used to play poker all the time, right? right? Yeah. Yep. You showed me some of his movie reviews. Yeah, he'd been doing that for years already. And yeah, I said, we got to get this guy online. involved. That's what yep. I said. I was like, you know, he's got to be in this channel. We need a third voice. He does a thing that we don't do that would add a lot to our channel. And it took off from there. We've had several people uh, say to me on different occasions, unsolicited, said one of the cool things about the podcast is that you're all three different people. Yeah. It's not <laughs> like three jocks or three nerds or three, we're all nerds, but you know, you know what I mean? It's not three identical personalities. We all have our own kind of background and voice, and that's interesting. So, Momo, what are your recollections about getting uh, bundled up in this chaos? Well, I remember you kind of asking, making it sound like it was like a little thing. Like, hey, you know, it's free time. I was thinking, you know, let's, let's, you know, hey, you can do a video. It'd be really, you know, da, 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 we'll just do a couple, you know, a month or something like that. And First one's free. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, great. I said, that was great. And then we started doing the video. Then he said, hey. And so it was like a month later. You're like, I was thinking we should do a podcast. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Because I always wanted to be on a podcast. Yeah. It was like a month after that that you're like, no, we should do another podcast. (laughs) So we do one a week. We should do it every week. It's great. So I was like, well, crap. I felt like, you say, I felt like I was dealing with a crack dealer. And, uh, but you hooked me. (laughs) Well, see, tricking you both into this is a huge (laughs) gift to these people that now appreciate what we've done. So. Who knew? Who knew? And I mean, and honestly, it's like the podcast, especially, it's not even work. I mean, this is stuff we would talk about anyway. Right. And yep, so yep. it's just fun. And I'm, I'm really just surprised and happy that other people enjoy it. All right. Well, thanks again, Dana. I hope we answered your questions. We appreciate you taking the time to send in your audio comment. Next up is uh, not a stranger to the show, Chad, who writes in quite a bit. We get a oh, lot yes. of fourth listener email Absolutely. from Chad. Great stuff. Longtime supporter. So uh, yeah, let's hear from Chad. Hi, guys. It's Chad. I believe I first heard of Gen X Grown Ups through another podcast that mentioned you. I love the show because of the nostalgia I get, especially from the backtracks. I like the band between you guys. Um, it's obvious you're very longtime friends. My favorite episode was the Choose Your Own Adventure one, uh, mainly since I suggested it. You guys were the first <laughs> show I contributed to on Patreon, and I'm not entirely sure why I decided to. I guess I just wanted to help John run out of breath reading all the names. Um, still waiting for a show about the vibrating football game, but other than that, I can't complain about this show really at all. It's become a major part of my Thursdays. Awesome. Wow. We're a major part of somebody's
Tony's Thursdays. That's what Chad yeah. sounds like, huh? That's our man. We've heard his voice so many times, but with me reading it. So now we know what Chad sounds yeah, like. He that's sounds great. way better than you, dude. Wow. Thanks. Hey. Man, Mo is just firing on all cylinders today. He's going <laughs> to end up on his own damn podcast all by himself. <laughs> oh, it's going to be him and Chad. That's it. <laughs> Although the vibrating football game thing is a pretty fun idea. Yeah, yeah it is. absolutely. I do want to point out something with Chad's commentary thing there. He called us Gen X grownups. And John, if you remember, that was a huge bone of contention with us at the very beginning, whether it was going to be Gen X grown up or Gen X or grown ups. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, we are Gen X grown ups. That's true. Mm-hmm. But we, we call the channel Gen X grown up. It is the entity called that. So when you talk about Gen X grown up, that's the organization. But yeah, he was addressing us and we are all Gen X grownups. So that's uh, that's fair oh, no, enough. No, I think what he yeah. did was yeah. great. I was always oh, sure. in favor of the plural. You were oh, obviously in favor yeah. of the singular. It's, it's a branding thing. And I just went with John because he lives closer to me. And he's more intimidating. <laughs> so yeah, I know what John said. I'm more intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scared you. <laughs> Chad, thank you for your support as always. And thank you for taking the time to send in an audio uh, comment, a suggestion. And thanks for all the emails. Uh, I, too. Think, uh, I, I think handheld games, those things, that's a good backtrack. I think oh, he's, yeah. he's yeah, hit on Yeah. I mean, that's not even a handheld game. That's what he's talking about is that big tabletop oh, the t- thing. The that vibrating yeah, tabletop. tabletop move the piece we had to adjust the brushes on the bottom of the men so that they... Yeah. Oh, right, right. Well, they yep. don't actually do what you want, but you pretend they do. Right, exactly. <laughs> they just move somehow yeah. <laughs> in some direction. The next one we have is from patron Thomas. Thomas Gintz has been supporting us for uh, many, many months. Almost almost a whole year, I think, he's been wow. supporting wow. us. Wow, thank you. And uh, early on when we sent out the call for these, we gave zero guidance. And that was kind of intentional. Yeah. Kind of unintentional. Actually, Chad wrote me and said, I bet more people want to send one in, but they have no idea what to say. Uh, uh, so we, we basically said it's your show, anything you want to say or talk about. So some of these, you'll hear them kind of answering those questions about what do you like, favorite episode and whatever. Or asking. But Thomas was the very first to deliver with no telling you what to say or whatever. And so Thomas wrote in and he wanted to tell us about an experience he had at a new kind of escape room. So here he oh. goes. Cool. Hey guys, this is Tom. I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that you may not be aware of. I know you guys do um, tech, toys, games, media, and all that stuff on this podcast. And I came across something that kind of ticks a couple of those boxes, actually. You've all heard of, or maybe even been to, escape rooms. Mm -hmm. One or two. You've all probably participated (laughs) in a VR experience, either through Xbox or PlayStation or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what if you combine those two experiences? Hmm. Well, that's what my local escape room has done. Created a room where you essentially go into put on a VR headset uh, and they give you a couple of controllers for your hands and you're free to walk around the space with you and up to four of your friends oh, <laughs> and explore the virtual environment. Wow. That That's got to be cool. So the way this works is when you walk in, you sign the, you know, the paperwork that says you won't sue them. Uh, <laughs> after that, they give you a backpack to put on and that backpack contains a computer that obviously generates the video and the audio for your VR headset. They also give you two controllers for each of your hands and with those you can pick things up, you can smash things, you can throw things and you can also, they represent um, your position in the room. So you not only see and are able to walk around but you also see a representation of your friends who are also in the room with you. Oh wow. So you walk around the room and you explore and you figure out the puzzle that's in front of you. The other thing that's kind of interesting is I was concerned about, well, gee, I might walk into a wall or something. Right. Yeah. Well, as you approach a wall or a boundary, if you will, it puts up a grid pattern. So you kind of leave that virtual room environment and you see a black background with a green grid on it. So you don't actually walk into the wall. Nice. But other than that, as long as you stay within the boundaries of that area, you're free to explore and figure out the puzzle. And for me, that was a really interesting experience. Um, it was very different from doing just a VR headset while sitting on a chair, to be able to walk around a room and explore the environment in in complete 3D was an amazing experience and something I think you should probably try. These guys have, I think, 22 rooms across the U.S. Hmm. And there's some in Europe and some in Asia as well. So my friends and I did two of the um, virtual escape rooms. We did Space Station Tiberia and Hospital of Horror. <laughs> space Station Tiberia was really cool because it uh, you you entered a, what looked like a space station and you, the goal was to exit that uh, room that you were in to be able to get outside and repair the space station. So in the second half of the experience, you actually go outside and you're trying to repair what's wrong with the space station and battle uh, some asteroids while you're at it. <laughs> nice. It's a very interesting experience and you have to do it in a team environment. 
the Hospital of Horrors was actually quite interesting too because the it had portions of it where the floor would fall away. Uh-huh. And in your mind, you know oh. you're standing on a solid floor. When you look down and that floor disappears, it gives you quite a chill. So interesting. And it was fun. But hey, if you haven't done it, you might want to check it out. It's pretty cool. I'm sold. I hope Thomas sent us a link. Yeah, really. Because <laughs> I want to go do that right now. I didn't see a link, but I've, I've got his email. I'm going to hit him up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. let's find out the name. I've not seen or heard of that. I mean, it's game rooms we love, of course, like you said. When I was out in Vegas the last time, one of the hotels that we were in, they had some virtual reality stuff, but it wasn't escape room. It was more story driven stuff. So, like, there was a Star Wars story and yeah. you know, different and things like that. It wasn't group but... stuff either, right? It was all individual. No, well, no, it was group stuff, but. It was okay. It was rail game type stuff. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You could only go through a certain path and everything. So it wasn't as free as this sounds. Yeah, this sounds pretty amazing. My mind is just is reeling right now because I'm imagining all the things that you could do because like the construction of escape room is limiting in terms of budget. Right. Once you pay for the backpack, you can literally do anything. Well, he said a a space station. You're floating around in space. You could do anything. The the floor falling away thing. I'm like, oh. And the employees of that place have to love it compared to others rooms because how easy is the reset right right it's just like, a boop, button <laughs> done yeah are these charged we're ready we're done <laughs> yeah that sounds great wow i want to do the hospital horror but i'm worried because i know my reactions when jump scares happen and my <laughs> tendency is to start throwing punches somebody's getting hit i can just right. see that coming so don't do it with george is the tip <laughs> yeah. off there that's 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 the lesson here that's, oh, thanks. That that's sounds awesome awesome yeah really. thanks thomas that's uh, i'm gonna find out where they are if if yeah. once you hear this if you if I haven't heard from me yet, send me a link, please, because I want to know more about these things. I just I was at literally an escape room last night. Oh, I yeah. do all the time. I really enjoy them. And uh, obviously, thank you for your long-term support of Gen X Grown Up. Just love, love, love you. And uh, thanks for taking the time. The next one is from Stian. You probably guys remember oh, Stian. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's written us a few times. Yeah. He's our listener from Norway. Woo-hoo-hoo. So here is what Stian has to say. Hey, guys. Stian here. 39 years old. Grew up in Norway with my Commodore 64. Um, <laughs> I had millions and millions of games for this uh, good old uh, computer, and um, yeah, I don't think I paid for any of them, to be honest. Public domain. But um, yeah, I love your channel. You guys are fun to listen to, and you bring back um, memories that I had forgotten about growing up, uh, even though I grew up on a different, uh, on the opposite side of the planet. You know, uh, a lot of things are the same. I loved your episode on VHS, how you, you know, the experience (laughs) around going to rent Mm -hmm. uh, movies on a Friday night. Uh, I love everything you do about retro gaming, of course. I don't really have a question for you guys. Um, I just love the opportunity to come on here and say hi. But uh, maybe if you run out of ideas, maybe a suggestion could be to do... um, I love the Commodore 64 music. How about a top 20 uh, Commodore 64 tunes? <laughs> I have a couple of favorites. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'll um, I'll uh, do 20 seconds of uh, my absolute favorite. You oh, know sure. which one I'm going to put on, I'm sure. Uh-oh. Yep, it's the last in year two. I think it's the Central Park loading screen. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is great. Mm. Wow. Before I go, I just want to say a quick thanks for um, for keeping this channel up and running, helping me relive my childhood and remember what it was like growing up in the in the late '80s, early '90s. By far the best time ever in history yep. <laughs> to grow up, I think. So thanks again for that. To everyone else out there, I'm glad I'm not alone trying to relive my childhood. <laughs> I just want to wish all of you a great winter, a great Christmas, and I'll see you all soon. I'm going to leave you with another another one of my favorite uh, oh, tunes cool. for, for the Commodore 64. I'm not going to tell you what game this is. Maybe you guys know. Oh. Maybe someone else knows. But uh, have a listen and uh, have a guess. And uh, bye. Oh, crap. That's familiar. Oh, my God. What is this? Hmm. Is that? Oh, there's a lot of good Commodore 64 music. It's, it's almost like like the mm. Yana Sisters or the Bruce Lee game or something. It's one of those. I don't know. There was, was one of such those, like, a good chip kind of thing. Oh, like geez. I think C64 led to so much. Of all the good C64 stuff. games, I really only know one piece of music from all of them that I could say, oh yes, that's from this game, and that's Defender of the Crown's theme music. But oh sure, man, yep. that sounded good. 
I, I, I hate that Stian put me yeah. on the spot here, but I've got no <laughs> guess whatsoever. It just well, I knew the last super familiar, too. That would sound familiar. Yeah, God, it does. sounds super yep. familiar. All right, so challenge yep. out there for all our other listeners. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we put it off on is. them. <laughs> you know, I'm not well-versed in the Commodore 64 music because, you know, I was an Atari guy. George, you were a C64. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, Mo, you were an Apple guy. So we kind of all have different backgrounds. You probably know, heard more of those, but I'm, I'm not, again, not well-versed in those, but listening to that and hearing Stian's passion for it, it could be a possibility to to dig a little deeper into that. You know, maybe it might be several if he, different If he podcasts. recruits enough people, he could declare, well, that's our backtrack, you know. They're we could do several different podcasts, one on each medium, like C64, one on Atari, that's one true. on Apple. Yeah. You know, a yeah. top 10 different tracks from certain, like the decade or whatever. Oh, I'm yeah. I've got some good Atari music. Or 8-bit music or, you know. Yeah. yeah. Whew. So many Boy. opportunities. Boy, well, yeah. now we've got 20 more backtracks planned. More backtrack <laughs> taken yeah. care of. <laughs> that's cool. Stian, thank you. And I can't, I, oh, yeah. I got to tell you also, not only for your support. It was such a thrill the first time you wrote us. That was oh, the first time that anybody outside of the U.S. acknowledged our existence. Which blew us uh, away. That was early on. You've been listening for years now. And yeah. I'm like, this guy said he's from Norway. That must like, be a really? typo. Is that, is that like a city in Georgia? No, it's actually... <laughs> Norway, Georgia. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Thank you for your continued support. This is... I feel like I'm just gushing. I'm, I'm fanboy for the patron, but that's how I feel. It's just, it's so humbling and validating, and it's it's awesome. But so, so, I mean, they sound like people we want to hang out with, too. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, have a big yeah. party. It'd be a blast, you know, get all these people together. <laughs> I think it would. Well, maybe, you know, in a few years when we're huge... We'll Someday have, we'll have the... Gym next grown-up cruise. That's and right. We'll have, the, we'll have a cruise. <laughs> Everyone's invited. Uh, the next patron we have is Stu Monkey. He's actually mm. a brand new, brand new patron. Yeah. yeah, brand new. Just a couple of weeks ago, he joined us and he actually wrote me and he said, I'm sorry, I missed, uh, I was late getting in my thing. I just joined. And I'm like, you're not late, dude. You have another day. And he, he said, great, I'm going to do it. So brand new. This is a guy who actually found us a few months ago. He went back and listened to the entire back catalog of podcasts. Wow. He was that committed to it. So, well, let's hear what Stu Monkey has to say. What's up, guys? This is Stu Monkey. Here's a few questions maybe you can use on the podcast. Since I know George and John are both from Florida and Mo's from New York, I've always been curious. How did you meet? How did you get to be such great friends? I found Gen X just through a quick search. I was becoming bored with some other podcasts and I really was looking for a Gen X specific or a podcast that kind of spoke my language. And boy, I sure got what I was looking for with you guys. <laughs> as far as the episodes, I love the structure. I love what you guys are talking about on a weekly basis on what media you're consuming. The tech stuff was just really awesome. Like I just recently heard about the little plug that you stick in your vehicle and that tracks you. I'm like a data <laughs> junkie that's like yeah. speaking my right? exact language. Yeah. To be honest, I don't play games very much, but I do like hearing the reviews that you guys speak of. All in all, it's just the chemistry of you guys and the way that you cut up and fuel on each other. My favorite episode is probably the top 10 and the horror reviews. Mm. I decided to become a Patreon because I really believe in what you guys are doing and I hope that more Gen Xers out there can find you or just others in general just can enjoy the show. If I had a pet peeve uh -oh. And I'm reluctant to reveal this is uh -oh. I'm probably a lot like John. I have some perfectionism <laughs> in me and a little bit of anal attentive tendencies. Yeah, that's Nothing wrong with What's that? not to love about George? I mean, after all, he was the best character on Seinfeld, right? <laughs> I guess that's it. Short and sweet. Love what you guys are doing. Show is so rad. Keep up the great work. May the fourth listener be with you. Ooh, Later. Nice. Stu nice. Monkey. Thank you. May the fourth listener be with you. That's a nice Very new nice, signature. I like that one. I like so many riffs on that. I remember I love Forever Fourth, but so many more are coming along. I love them. It's really cool. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so Stu Monkey's question was, how did you meet and become friends? Uh, George, I'll, I'll oh, let yeah. you talk about how you and I met. Yeah. Well, first I'm going to point out one little thing. So we're not all from Florida. John is actually the only one from Florida. I was actually right. born in Kentucky and I moved to Florida when I was three years old. So it's a, like one of those little hidden gems that you don't hear very often because all of my memories are basically Florida memories except for when we yeah. go visit Kentucky. But yeah, you're, you're a naturalized Floridian. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but as far as how we met, so John and I met in one of the nerdiest ways ever. We both joined <laughs> and belonged to a Star Trek club back in the early through late 90s. I mean, we're still kind of in touch with those guys a little bit who are still running the club. But at one point, the club itself that we were a part of, the USS Kai Tom, was actually like the largest in like four states or something. We had like mm -hmm. yeah. 150. 
250, 250 members or yeah. something like that. It was ridiculously yep. sized for just a small fan based group that we built up through our own efforts and work, like going to conventions and recruiting people and doing charity yeah. work and community service work, visiting hospitals and uniforms, stuff I would like say that. It was yeah. very much oh. like what we're doing with Gen X grown up. It was that same kind of camaraderie while still trying to do something fun and doing nice things for other people. Mm-hmm. John, you and I, I mean, we just kind of gelled very quickly in that group. When I first joined it, you were already there and there were maybe 20 people at that point, maybe 15. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I just clicked. We were, you know, within a couple of years of each other in age. Um, we had a lot of similar interests. The biggest thing that solidified our relationship really was you introducing me to the Amiga 500 <laughs> and me buying one like three days after you showing me yours. And I was like, how could you not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Boy, he was so he was like one of these evil instigators even back then, huh? Oh, yeah. No, John has always been that <laughs> thing. We used to have new. this running joke yeah. like where John would reach a plateau and then I would inch my way onto the ledge and then that son of a bitch would hit a bigger plateau <laughs> and I would inch my way onto that ledge and it and was just look over up and John over. The, the next highest plateau. Hey, how's it going down there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, it's funny. Oh, I'm just a connective tissue. I introduced you two to each other, so mm-hmm. yeah. oh, you want to talk about how you and I met? Yeah, it was actually funny because we were just talking about this last night. Uh, Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, we were. Because, uh, well, me and John met through work. We worked at the same place. He was over in the, you were doing QA at the time, right? That's right. Yep. At the QA at the time. I had a cubicle. He had and a Mo cube, had an office. And, and I used to walk <laughs> past that cube. And that cube was like, I just wanted to sit in his cube all day and play. But, you know, I figured it'd be rude because, <laughs> I, you know, we really didn't know each other that well yet and all that stuff. So, you know, one day I was over there and I just kind of was walking by and I think I popped your Rubik's Cube or got one of your thousand toys you had on your... Or Bucky Balls or, your Bucky or a balls. South Park figure or whatever. Yeah, yeah. God knows what it was. I mean, I think and I think I bought more of that crap too afterwards. But they, <laughs> Instigating again. I mean, yeah. again, we just started clicking and you invited me to your poker game. Yep. Started going with that. And after that, it was like, you know, hey, I, I, I found my long lost brother, man. He's there. <laughs> <laughs> yep and then so yeah i just i was like this like this crossing of the streams like i know mo and i know george and then they both came to play cards together and then we just we're all in a similar wavelength even though we have different yeah. backgrounds so it's a good fit for a piece of kind of creative content like this because you get different uh different views on the same thing it's not everybody going yep yep i agree star wars is the best and you move on you really get dissenting voices and i think that really extends i know that extends the way that people enjoy the show because they like to hear us argue and debate and bicker because you hear all sides well and i yeah. think that's that speaks to the fact that this podcast wasn't engineered so many podcasts they they look for specific personality types or voices or whatnot right it's not new kids on the, on the block they yeah. didn't recruit a type <laughs> exactly like we don't need the tall pretty boy with blonde hair and then the short stubby guy with black hair to sing bass right. or something no wasn't that it was just we literally enjoyed each other's companies in the different ways that we would meet each other, like the poker games or at work or in the Star Trek club. And it just evolved from there. And we just said, you know, we like talking. Why don't we just record it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Mo, your daughter used to always say she loved the nights where we played games together. We'd all get together and play Xbox and Mm -hmm. go, I just love hearing you guys scream at each other and cuss at each other (laughs) and make fun of each other. And like, yeah, let's just record that and put it out on a feed. Done. (laughs) Twin cup. uh, George, you talk about the Amiga 500. It was like, for Mm -hmm. me, it was, the Xbox 360. Sure. That, yeah, that was, that like, was the oh, gateway for him. You, you got to get, get an Xbox 360. You can play online. You can do all this yeah, stuff. And I was like, John's oh, good about know. spending and, other people's money. Oh, he yeah. knows how to do that crap easy. It doesn't cost me anything. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's really so easy. I bought one and we start playing Burnout Paradise and Left 4 Dead. And, and yeah, was, I've, yeah, I've now had 25 plus years with John. So I've learned how to say no to his, you know, <laughs> I'm going to get you to buy this stuff. But you have resistance. You don't have immunity. I don't have immunity. No, there's no immunity. That's not possible. Stu Monkey, thank you so much. Hey, thank you for joining us just recently. Oh, yeah. it's, it's awesome to have you here. We just it's, It continues to amaze me that people like, wow, I like these guys enough to, to put my money where my mouth is. And you <laughs> did it. So Yeah, and thanks for all the, the kind words, too. I mean, it was really yeah. awesome. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. All right, let's move on to our next patron and longtime friend, Marcus, who sent in an audio <laughs> file. Here we go. When I found out John had started creating content around the things he loved when he was growing up, I couldn't wait to talk to him about it. I called that afternoon on the way home from work. I wanted to offer any help I could be. Video, technical, website, whatever. John kind of laughed a little bit, politely declined. He had everything under control. <laughs> Damn! He'd been doing the videos for a couple months before I even realized they were out. He asked 
asked if I had seen the Greatest American Hero video. I had not. Told him I'd watch it that night when I got home. Before we hung up, I was telling him how excited I was for him, and he wanted to talk a little bit about the podcast that was coming out in a couple weeks. I don't even know what a podcast is at that point. I'd never listened to a podcast. It sounded silly to me. I don't know what made him think that people want to listen to him and George and Mo ramble for 45 minutes, but he sounded pretty confident and pretty excited, so I wasn't going to burst his bubble. That night when I got home, I watched John's Greatest American Hero review, and at the beginning of that review, John tells a story about a friend of his who was playing cards, how amazed the younger version of him would be at the things at John's house. That was me. Mm -hmm. I was the friend. I remember telling John, 12-year-old me would be blown away by the things at John's house. The Atari on the wall with every cartridge. The full arcade cabinet in the living room. He's got great things. And 12-year-old Marcus would have thought John's house was the coolest house of all time. I'm really glad he decided to start sharing those things with the rest of us. They make 12-year-old me happy. A couple weeks after our conversation, the podcast came out and I started listening pretty regularly. It wasn't an every week thing for me. I wasn't really into podcasts. But the more I listened to them, the more I couldn't wait for next Thursday to hear the next one. You can hear the genuine joy as they're talking about the things that made us us. The things that were important to us that some of them aren't here anymore. Some of them are a lot different than they were when we grew up. Hearing them talk about them takes me back. You know, John says at the end of each of the podcasts, if you got a friend who's not listening, why not? And really, if you got a friend who's not listening to these podcasts, not watching these videos, and you haven't talked to them about it, why not? They will thank you later. Beefy's right. Life sucks as a grown-up. I enjoy that their content gives me a chance to just think back on when it was easier. And I appreciate how well these guys do it. If you appreciate it too, make sure you're sharing it. It's the least you can do for the people around you who also need that break. John, George, and Mo, thank you so much. Wow. He's nice. <laughs> wow. John already fired him before he even got a chance to hire him, damn it, apparently. <laughs> How did you let Marcus help out? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I got it. So I'll, I, I, I don't know what to say. I was like, so nice. I was, it brought a little tear to my eye, actually. That was like, really heartfelt. And that was, thank you, Marcus. Wow. You know, he's talking about watching those videos, and that's back during the day when we were like, when are we going to get to 100 subscribers? I know, right? Yeah. And we were like, yeah. if we got one a week, we were like, woohoo. And we were just going nuts. I just looked at it right well, actually, as... Actually, we were woohoo, and you were like, God damn it, only one? Oh, yeah, I wanted only 12. One? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with people? Yeah. <laughs> because I believed in what we were doing so oh, much sure, that I couldn't absolutely. imagine sure. people weren't subscribing to us, but they were subscribing to Dame's Drops or whatever that guy that's just eating food <laughs> in his damn car. They're just stupid. Anyway. Hey, Dame Drops is pretty awesome. He's okay, funny, yes. No, I agree. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, now we're at 5,400 subscribers it on changed. that YouTube. Yeah. channel yep and mm -hmm. now it's like well we got five today really only five only five today? only ten whatever you know yeah. i mean but it's it's expectation management of course but the one thing that i appreciate every time i see that button go up one i get that yeah. little endorphin rush every time i see that there's some fourth listener email for us to talk about on podcast it's that little yep. bit of like oh wow somebody thought enough of us to actually take time to write in i mean and the mm -hmm. patrons just blow that off the charts because they're watching the videos they're listening to the podcast and they're sending us money to help us keep doing this every single week i mean i, I can't think I, of a, I, I, a borderline speechless i mean yeah. coming off the heels of marcus's heartfelt kind of a, a, appeal there you know i mean he was speaking not to us but also to other listeners i mm -hmm. mean it's like that patron thing is like the difference between a thumbs up and a share yeah you know it's like a thumbs up yeah that's great i'm moving on but to actually like, I'm going to expose other people to this and help, you know, finding that audience has always been our struggle. And, you know, as you gradually find that, the, the great thing about our audience, though, is people like Marcus and Stu Monkey and Steve and Chad and all these people is we, when we find that audience, they really, really get us. And that's, that's just vindicating. You know, it really is yeah. for me. You know, thank God for the internet. Yeah. Can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst part is I wish I'd started this 10 years ago. I could have, <laughs> I just didn't. Why, what was wrong with me? My brain was broken. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh God, but, Marcus! Yeah. Thank you for yeah, your, thank your you. continued friendship, your support on Patreon, your support in general of, of everything that we do. You're you're a huge advocate and a fan and an outspoken advocate. You tell people about us all the time. I know you won't let it you won't let it go. And thank you for that. You're just tenacious, and uh, I could use a hundred of you. You're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we have one more, and we've saved All it. Right. So, uh, George, why don't you introduce it in the way that only George can? Who is this patron? Oh, God. This is the one and only Stubaka. 
Stubaka. Love Stubaka. <laughs> Stubaka is my favorite name ever. This man is always on our live streams, joining in and chatting with us on the YouTube channel. He writes in all the time to our different podcasts and everything. I mean, yep. the guy is like a classic supporter of Gen X grown up in every sense of the word. He is. All right. Let's hear what Stubaka has to say. <laughs> hey, guys. This is uh, Stuart, also known as Stubaka. I did want to send it along because, you know, I do appreciate everything you guys are doing. How I found Gen X grown up was an interesting story. I watched a video uh, on YouTube, obviously where John was collaborating with, I believe it was Retro Man Cave. Mm -hmm. yeah. And John's personality got me interested. I know it's going to sound odd to say that, but John's personality <laughs> got me interested to see what else you guys were doing. So I checked out the uh, YouTube channel and subscribed to it, started watching the videos. And then, of course, I think it was shortly after that, um, John did a live stream of Lemmings on yeah. oh, right. Commodore. Yeah. 64 was it or maybe I, I don't remember the platform specifically no it was the amiga i believe right. actually yep. yeah lemmings being one of my all-time favorite games from my youth just enjoyed watching the live stream and everything and just kind of started with that i think that was i don't know if that was the first time i donated through the uh, stream or not but you guys know i was always appreciative of the work you do podcasts came shortly after that I found I have a hour plus commute each way to work, and uh, the podcasts are a very entertaining way to to deal with that. One of the things I've really enjoyed about everything you guys do is the camaraderie you guys have. Uh, it reminds me very much of my friends growing up and hmm. hours and hours and hours spent shooting the breeze at Denny's over <laughs> coffee through the wee hours of the night, things like that. You know, it's what I appreciate is that nostalgic feeling I get because it seems like all three of you guys, George, John, and Mo, really just remind me so much of the guys I grew up with that unfortunately I've lost touch with for the most part, you know, but, you know, that's part of uh, getting to be an old fart, I guess. <laughs> you know, I don't have any real pet peeves. I can't say I have a favorite episode because uh, all the episodes are great. I love the, you know, the regular podcasts. I, I guess it's not a grievance because I understand health issues. I've had a few myself, George, but I really did love all the comic book stuff you did. Oh. Drawn and paneled podcast mm -hmm. and Damn the, it. Uh, Comic Sans uh, videos. Feel guilty? You know, I know it takes a lot to do the <laughs> stuff you guys do, so I really am not going to be unhappy about anything. It's just always a pleasure to listen to you guys or watch your videos or whatnot and the live streams too are just always so much fun again it takes me back to my youth and the, the guys i would hang out with it's just a pleasure to, to to watch what you guys are producing and it's the reason uh, i became a patreon and the reason i donate when i do the live streams is i think the people that work really hard at producing good content you know should be supported and it's up to the you know, the people that enjoy the content to do that most of the time because I know YouTube's not paying you guys a whole lot. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? <laughs> yep. I guess I'm just kind of rambling on here, but I, it's, it's what you asked for. So you really have no one else to blame but yourself. <laughs> I wish I had more friends so I could at least maybe win the competition to you know run the show for you guys, but <laughs> at least for one episode. But you know the backtracks are so much fun. I love the the commercials that you put in between the old old school commercials it reminds me um this past mm -hmm. one the hbo fly uh, oh yeah backtrack mm -hmm. i was uh mm -hmm. i think it was the last commercial break it was a um thing where the the girl says uh oh was i don't eat meat because i'm a veterinarian yeah <laughs> <laughs> my wife loves that commercial she looks it up on youtube so many times it's just so much fun to to watch I just got to tell you guys to, to keep up the great work. You know, you, you're you're not going to lose me as a as a fan, that's for sure. And so long as I can afford it, I'm going to be a patron, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, the guys, just just keep it up, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be here to enjoy it. And as I do when I do get a chance to remember to send in an email, at least, is Semper Cordis, 
always fourth. <laughs> wow. Wow. So Thank you, Stubaka. For me, Stubaka nice. is in the Hall of Fame of Gen X grown-up supporters. <laughs> like, you know, we've got the Mount Rushmore type of thing. Stubaka, uh-huh. yep. that name would be up on that mountain for me. What a, just a huge, huge supporter. I mean, so like Marcus is a huge supporter. I mentioned he's also a close friend of ours. Stubaka is someone who doesn't know us from Dick's Hat Band. He just found us on the internet. And you know, like, remember when you were like in school and you were in a play and you were okay, but your mom was standing in the front row going, whoo, Mo, good right. job, Mo. Woo. It's like, you're embarrassing me. She you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Stubaka is like, he's so supportive. It's like, People are going to think you're a plant. Like you, you're not you're a. Right. You could, how could you possibly like us that much? Every like every live stream he shows up for is like he's like here's ten bucks. I'm like I'm almost embarrassed. It's yeah, so flattering, feel- and it's like people are going to think you are totally. I gave you ten bucks to put in there to salt the pot. He's just always been like that, and and then he became a patron. You know, which is no no big shock. And I'm like when we when we open Patreon, I'm like you know who's going to be on there in a minute? It's going to be Stubaka yeah, because right. he's yeah, always exactly. been so, he was. so amazingly generous, and he was. Yeah. Plus, you know, the thing that gets me is like, it's, it's nice to hear that what we're trying to do is accomplishing it. Somebody's getting it. Because that's what we want. We, we want to like, we're trying to hit that nostalgia with some modern, like just not like necessarily reliving it, but just remembering it fondly kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he gets that, which is awesome. Yeah. And I know that was, that's a little bit of a sore subject with you with the drawing and panel, George. I know we talked oh, about on the show. Was, I know. I felt, yeah. George, I felt for you, man. I was like, yeah. oh, Great show. Oh. But you know, if you don't know, if you didn't listen before, you know, George just had some health challenges and yeah. that was yeah. producing a show. I mean, is is a huge lot of work a lot of stress a lot of pressure a lot of scheduling a lot of juggling stuff and if you're struggling with your health you can't afford that well and especially those two because you know the comic sins when then he mentioned that we did the youtube videos which was really my first love and then drawn and panel was just kind of like okay i can't do the videos anymore what can i do Mm -hmm. I, i loved doing those not just because I got to read a bunch of comic books and got to talk with, you know, creators and everything, but because I got to share those stories and those experiences with the other people on the podcast, the people who would write in and like Stubaka. I mean, yeah, I'm the hardest part about hearing that comment is I want to go record drawn and paneled right now. Right. But I know if I go down that road, I'm going to be in a right, worse you're gonna suffer. You're gonna space suffer, than I right. am right now. I need some time to recharge and recuperate. I haven't completely killed it in my mind. And every time I hear one of these comments or I get an email from somebody occasionally, I, it makes me think, okay, it's still alive. I, you know, I'm still going to do something with it. I just, I need to get to a better spot where I can, you know, hopefully it won't be too much longer, but it's not dead yet, Stubaka. I've had people write in and say, we're here when you come back, when you're ready, we'll be waiting. So, oh man, this is, this has turned <sighs> into the, like, we love you patron to just this humbling, like I know. outpouring of support. It just, it's talk about recharging the batteries. Jeez, guys. I, wow. I was kind of expecting more people just kind of like ragging us and stuff. And you know, I know, right? Uh, I, but, I guess we figured that you know we rag on each other enough that we that he'd heard that yeah, already. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but again, like everybody who called in, I mean, uh, thank you. I and mean, that's all I can say. It's just thank you. You know, there may be something in another comment that Stubaka mentioned in there. Talked about you know trying to you know set up a topic for a backtrack it might be something that maybe we allow patrons at a certain level to pick one backtrack topic that we have to do that might be i got no problem with that you know something that might be a fun little add-on to you know maybe not the dollar level but maybe like the two or three dollar level or something like that you know where they get to dictate something to us Uh, it might be fun and it saves us from having to come up with some ideas sometimes (laughs) (laughs) I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, they support us. We'll support you right back. We, th- This whole podcast, this special edition is about showing you in some small fashion, love back that we're feeling from you. Yeah. And it, it's, it's genuine affection and appreciation. Uh, th- there's, there's no, th- there's almost no words to explain how when you put your heart and soul into something and somebody goes, I approve, here's a couple of bucks to prove it. Put my money where my mouth is. And it's like, wow, it's just, wow. Yeah, I'm still shocked every time does somebody does it. I'm, I am. I mean, I pre, I totally appreciate it, but it's like, wow. I mean, they actually they value what we're doing, you know, and that's like 
Wow. Yeah. Not very articulate, but you get it. <laughs> <laughs> so articulate. Well done. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to blaze through the remaining patrons as I always do, but I want to go through everyone who didn't have a chance uh, to record something or didn't feel comfortable doing it. Totally understand. Totally optional. And just go through. Uh, So uh, Mike C., who joined us very Uh recently, just joined on as a patron. Thank you. Uh, John with an H. We had to delineate because for a time we had John without an H, which is like me. And John with an H came along. And so even though he's the only John right now, he's still John with an H to me. So he forever (laughs) shall be John with an H. Uh, Blasted or Stash It, Huey over at the Blasted yeah. or, or Stash It comic book YouTube channel, right? Huey's been supporting us uh, for some time. Of course, there's Corey, the namesake oh, yeah. of the Corey system of uh, rating <laughs> yeah. video games. Corey's been a, a friend of ours for a long time. He was a card player, played yeah. poker with us. He still does periodically. Uh, and he also continues to support us regularly. I uh, can't leave out the Gregs. We have two Gregs. Isn't yeah. it great? We have enough patrons <laughs> that we have to start classifying. We have Greg Z and Greg L. Both have been patrons for some time now. And uh, bring them on. We have another 24 letters of the alphabet. We can take a Greg A and a Greg B. All you Gregs, come join the party. And then it'll be like Greg L2, Greg L4. (laughs) That would be a good problem to have. Yes, absolutely. We'll handle that when we get there. No problem. Uh, Agile, which is my wonderful supporting wife, has supported us on Patreon ever since we set it up. She supports me so much. uh, Just allowing me to, just indulging my obsession with doing this. And uh, not only that, she supports us on uh, Patreon. Uh, Levi, uh, not too mm-hmm. long ago, picked us up. Uh, yep. We have the other Mike who came <laughs> on before Mike C. We have two mics now. We get to classify our mics by letter as well. Good problem to have. Uh, Mark, who joined us just a few weeks ago. Thank you, Mark. Yep. And Welcome. Dan, uh, another one of our uh, good friends who has supported the us. man. Yeah, Dan the man, <laughs> he came along to the Southern Fried Gaming Expo this past year. Dan is just a buddy of Marcus, who you heard from earlier. Yeah. And Dan said, he was just like, yeah, you guys do something. Marcus talks about you all the time. He sat in on the Jerry Buckner uh, panel, the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after that, he came up to me and he said, I didn't get it until now. This is not just something. It's not a lark you're doing. You're passionate about this, aren't you? I'm like, you're damn right I am. And after that, he became a patron. He said, "You, I want to support you. I love what you're doing. He didn't understand the depth of just how passionate we are about this. And that's true like for all passion, three of us. Passion, insanity, it's all the same. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> I, there's a story I heard that Marcus and Dan told us, which I thought was great, was like, whenever you do a top 10, they come up with their own top 10 and then yeah. listen yeah. to our podcast. And <laughs> and see, see how, how they matches the six. <laughs> if there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know. So if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show. So hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. Wow. All right. So I, I, I'm just going to go round robin. Any closing comments? Any last words? We've, we heard from these amazing patrons and the ones we didn't hear from as well. So let me start with you, Mo. Just okay. Closing comments here on Patron Day 2019. Back to our audience. Obviously, thank you. And, you know, and even though, okay, like the this this particular session is over, I mean, I think I feel pretty confident that somebody sent us a uh, another question, an audio question. We find some way of working it in. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, we would. Yeah, if somebody's gonna yeah. go through that much effort. So, um, and plus, you know, we love talking, obviously. So, any questions you have, <laughs> we'll always appreciate it. But really, the, the big thing to say is just thank you. Um, hey, again, you know, the best thing has happened to me in recent years is John talked me into this. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George. How about you? Final thoughts? I mean, you know, it's overwhelming a little bit to think that there are people who know us and enjoy what we're doing because they know us who we are outside of this podcast, which I'm not saying that we're different people on the podcast, but you know, it's a different world, right? How you act or live in your everyday life versus how you act or live in an environment like this, an entertainment environment. It's a, it, you're different slightly, you know, uh, and sure. I think yeah. that just seeing that those people who know us in both genres, they, oh yeah, how they support right. us as well as the people who have never met us at all. I'm, I mean, I'm still, I'm, 
I'm not joking when I'm saying I'm close to tearing up about what Stubaka said about drawn and paneled. You know, it, yeah. I, I've always struggled with knowing whether or not people like that show because it didn't do the same numbers that the Gen X Grown Up podcast does because it's an even smaller niche of an audience, right? Right. It's, it's a smaller subset of an audience. So right. me yeah. being right. a numbers and a sales guy from way back, you know, it's it. I always struggled with that validation feeling and to hear what Stubaka said just you know it it, it I said it makes me want to go start recording a goddamn drawn a panel right now <laughs> uh, you know pulling Rachel out of mothballs and grabbing you two guys yeah. and you know I've got some interviews still in the queue that I could throw into it and I want to start keep, doing keep it your again. health first and they, yeah. they, they love us they're supporting us they'll be there when but you're these, ready so don't, all these people are so it. awesome every time I see one of those emails come through that says hey you got a new patron I'm like what the f- really <laughs> how the hell did that happen and this week like you know we've just recently we've had like three new people jump in and support last us week on or Patreon, so yeah you know? right I'm like man that's just and I know for them it's a buck it's two bucks but to me it's it, oh, it's incalculable it's not how much it's not that a buck, right? That's right. Well, first of all, it you know the, the, there's the kind of platitude that oh every dollar counts, and that's true in large numbers. Sure, but th- those dollars for me don't represent dollars. I mean, when I see them, it's it's like a it, it's a stand. It's that your mom in the front row standing up mm-hmm. cheering when nobody else is. It's somebody willing to go beyond just going, "Hey, nice job!" to actually where the rubber hits the road they're like what has value all right we'll just pick this arbitrary thing the world said has value money i want to give you value i want to show you my appreciation that's what it means to me it's not the dollars in fact we leave the dollars sitting in there for months and then draw them out we're going to use some of them to go to sfge to go to conventions it's really about seeing the support in a very tangible fashion that is is so meaningful and i've the words I've overused, you know, humbling, validating, gratitude, just all the things you can imagine. And uh, yeah, I don't, that's it. I mean, our patrons said it best. You heard it from their own mouths. We love you guys. We appreciate you that you, that you support us, especially those of you that took the time to send in a, a voice message. Uh, we'll do this again in the future. We hope you enjoy it. Let's end it there and wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in for this. If you're not already a patron and you're interested, of course, you can head over to patreon.com slash Gen X grown up uh, and you can join in on the fun. There's, there's some stuff on the back end at certain levels. You get a puzzle cube after a while. There's deleted scenes and content we put up there. Plenty of stuff for you. But most of all, it's a chance for you to say big thumbs up. Here's a dollar every once in a while, like a tip. Uh, it's so much, so meaningful. So thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you on the next podcast, of course. Until then, I'm John. George, thank you for taking the time. Yes, sir. Mo, you know I appreciate you. Oh, man, always fun. And fourth listeners, and especially Patreon fourth listeners, we appreciate you most of all, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. We're also an affiliate of the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. You can check them out at the GWW.com. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.